Hello and welcome to the last scene. Today I will discuss the last scene of Whiplash. Hello again and thank you for listening. Like previous episodes, I will go over the last scene. I will say why I chose it, what makes it memorable, what makes it special, and then I will give it a grade out of 10. First, um, I'll go over some of the background from the movie. It is um, It was directed by Damien Chazelle and starring Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons as the main characters. The story is very simple and it happens in very enclosed spaces. Miles Teller is a, a young jazz drummer and throughout the whole movie his main focus is to please his um, demanding jazz teacher um, music teacher Terence Fletcher played by J.K. Simmons and it's one of the best performances ever in movie history that performance by J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller also holds his own in the movie even if you haven't seen the movie if you're a movie fan you know J.K. Simmons you know the famous scenes not my tempo scene where he's literally bullying Miles into like Andrew into doing something so specifically that he gets confused, he gets disoriented, and he's consumed by it. So I'm just going to dive into the last scene. Andrew finally gets the shot. He's going to play at like a jazz thing. It's like a one night thing and they have to play, etc. And the show's over. He played really well and he just keeps going. He starts playing. Terrence asks him, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, I'll cue you. And then the movie, like the, the cinematography is great in that scene where he, the, the, the camera focuses on him. The camera focuses on what he's doing, the, the movement of his wrists. When the sticks hit the, the drums and it goes to the teacher and slowly the teacher their you know their eyes are meeting and the teacher comes to the realization of what he's trying to do and everybody just fades away at some point there's sweat you know dripping from his ears from his face from everywhere on his shirt there is um basically tears you know at some point i think he's crying and then there's finally blood on the drum set. And J.K. Simmons comes over and tells him, you know, gives him instruction, you know, when to go low, when to go high, etc. I'm not a music person, but you can see kind of like complicity between them, understanding what he's doing. And it's like for him, he reached, he's reached Nirvana and he's finally doing this. And J.K. Simmons is finally giving him that recognition that he craved and the the scene is just um kind of like the climax it's the climax basically 
and he plays the drum and at, at the beginning of the scene you can see his dad looking at him and you can see on his dad's face there's a look of worry and i would say probably horror because i will explain why at the end but um to me to some people that scene might be kind of like him climbing the mountain and getting to perfection but the movie is asking you the same some questions too does this all the sacrifices are they worth that moment you know here's andrew was literally no life he had a girlfriend left her told her that you know he had to focus on his drumming and now he's sitting there just getting that high that that high is really high but the lows are gonna come because you cannot stay on that high for so for too long it's it's a very sad ending i would say it's a very sad ending it's it's quite disturbing that this is what his life is about now and of course he's got to the point where he has pleased his teacher he's you know he's there the teacher he's done exactly what the teacher wanted to do and he's followed the instructions but what is the cost you know what is the price that he had to pay to get there and what happens after at some point i think the teacher expressed disappointment because one of his students committed suicide and we don't know what happens after to to Andrew um to me it's almost like it becomes almost an addiction not an addiction I would, well I would say kind of like an addiction because seeking perfection having that single focus can be healthy and good but at the same time it can be destructive and disruptive to someone's life does it you know getting to that level do you actually you know what do you what you gain is it worth all the past relationships all the other things do you weigh the opportunity cost of what you're doing when he gets to his midlife is he going to look back on this and say what i did there was worth it and i think it makes us question ourselves when you take a, a certain path and you make certain decisions put yourself in the future and ask yourself would future me look back at present me and say what you did there was good was the right decision because we tend to disassociate ourselves from our future selves as if it it would it would be the the person would be a different person but we're still the same person just because we're 50 years old now 7 years old or like 30 years old like 35 years old doesn't mean we're not the same person when we were 20 years old i'm saying in terms of behavior and things that we're doing at that time that would be different but in terms of like the self the person that you are your name who you are you still that you know i'm still anthony 
no matter if I'm 50 years old or 20 years old. But we don't think that we'll still be the same person. Our thoughts, our thoughts can be different. Our personality can change. We can have different things that we do at different points in our lives, but we're still going to be the same person. So it's kind of like in, in, a, in a way good to project ourselves into that. And I don't think Andrew thought about that. To him, getting to that level of perfection became more important and all-consuming than everything else, which is sad. It's pretty sad when you think about it. Um, why did I choose that movie? I chose it because of these reasons exactly. Because when you watch the movie, it's a very memorable scene. I chose it because it's a memorable scene. When you watch the whole movie and he gets to that point... You feel happy for him for a second, but if you think deeper about the movie, you understand how broken this kid is. And I don't think he's gonna go up. I don't you know, when you get that high, the law of averages basically is just like you gotta go you gotta go down and is he gonna be able to sustain himself? Because what what the teacher's doing to him is basically abuse. And there's no way we can get lasting impact from that. And he's basically someone who will need a lot of help for, you know, rehabilitation, etc. But I digress. It's it's unsustainable. And the movie makes you think deeper about, hey, the things that you want to do, the things that you want to accomplish, the things that you want to do in your life. What are you willing to do for them? Are you willing to go that far? Is it healthy to go that far? I'm not against, you know, accomplishing things and being ambitious and liking perfection and doing things a certain way. But I'm also against letting something consume you so much that you cannot find balance. Because his life became consumed by drumming. And that's good, you know. There's you, you can have your life be be consumed by one thing and dedicate your life to something, but at the same time, you need balance. You cannot just say, "I'm not gonna," you know, make my bed. I'm not gonna shower. I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna um, do anything other than this. You paying a price. There are other things that you're losing out on, and the the perfect point was him breaking up with that girl who was very nice and sweet to him but he just couldn't he just couldn't and this thing became something that he had to do there, there is um a book that i read i think like five six years ago called excellent sheep by william william derisuritz i think yeah so this book talks about how some people, some high achieving students from Harvard or Yale or any Ivy League or prestigious, prestigious um, schools in the U.S., how they they get to a point in their lives, they asking themselves, they are asking themselves, what's the point? And that's when they get, you know, depression, anxiety, midlife crisis, and they realize that all their lives they've been following someone else's path or they've been too competitive and now 
when you know now they have to build their own lives and they are just confused about what to do because they've been following a different playbook and competing with others while in the real world you know nobody cares most of the time so it's hard for them to kind of like come to terms with this it's a very good book you should read it it's called um, excellent sheep the miseducation of the american elite by william derisiewicz and um, it's it's kind of this thing with andrew the scene is it's kind of like a portrayal of what it means to be obsessed you know overly obsessed about something in a negative way and living for yourself instead of living for someone is he doing this for himself or was he coaxed into thinking that's what he should want yeah the scene is not even about drumming i, I the thing is i i'm not a i'm not a music person but with him playing the drum and the blood the tears the sweat um terence just looking at him just nodding his head taking off his jacket and looking at miles as he's like straining to get this right straining straining and it's just a perfect scene it's just a perfect encapsulation of what the message of the movie is whatever you think it is you know whatever your interpretation the late kobe you know rest in peace he said how he loved this scene this teacher who pushed his student but at the same time to me i respect kobe a lot he accomplished greatness and i'm not saying i'm against greatness but there 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 are other ways for people to win for people to be ambitious for people to accomplish things just because this is the way this teacher went doesn't mean that this is the only way you can you can, you can accomplish greatness you can be an intense person and not have to bully others you can be a very ambitious and accomplished person without having to denigrate other people because some people will just literally quit yourself his team the way you perceive yourself should be you know should be taken care of we should not be in the business of bringing someone down to lift them up which doesn't make any sense you have to lift you have to help someone up you cannot just push them down so you can lift them up that makes no sense you know it's like you kick them down so you, so so they can lift themselves up it, yeah that's how i see it what makes the scene special and memorable although this last scene is mostly about this this drum solo it's not about a drum solo you could make it about anything else it could be about anything else anything it could be about sports like a sports person who like an athlete who just focuses on getting into the olympics and having like a coach who basically bullies them into doing a bunch of things could be about a banker a teacher any you could you could literally have this story in any part of life because people can relate to it that's what makes the scene so memorable and as a person who and as a person who who is always trying to do things you think about makes you reflect do i want to sacrifice this you know would you want to sacrifice your family, your life, the people you love, 
just to have that high. And I, I mentioned the word addiction. I'm not saying it like lightly because I know a lot of people suffer from that condition. It's a real disease that, you know, consumes people. But it becomes an obsession, almost like an addiction, when you forget about everything else to focus on that one thing. What is the price to pay? And that is my question. Is it worth it? I give this scene a 10 out of 10. Because even if you're not a drummer, you're not a music person, you can watch the movie and enjoy the message of the movie, understanding what's happening. Um, it's it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I know I've been, I, I think I, this is the longest episode I've ever done, but I think it, it's it's a movie you could talk and talk about it. I only took the last scene, but you could take, multiple scenes from that movie and dissect it to think that movie only was made for like 3.3 million dollars and it made like 40 million 45 49 million according to wikipedia is just ridiculous great movie you should go and enjoy it so i what movie i would recommend to watch after watching this i don't know there's no there's no other movie like this movie it's it's a pretty unique movie. Yeah, I watched another movie that's that's almost similar. It's called Peaceful Warrior. It's not a you know, it's not the greatest movie, but it's kind of like following that young person in that case a gymnast who's trying to reach that certain goal. I haven't seen Black Swan, but Black Swan seems to be something that's like that, that's dark. But it's about ballet and, you know, being able to do something a certain way and what consumes you in terms of, like, what you're trying to accomplish. Um, yeah, it's a pretty unique movie, I would say. Maybe, you know what, in terms of, like, movie that's a bit uplifting, um, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans because that coach or Coach Carter... Coach Carter, I would say, because although Coach Carter and that coach in, you know, Denzel Washington's, you know, character, they were tough on the kids. They were very tough on the kids. It's not like it was like a, a walk in the park with these kids, but they still got to uplift them to do something, to accomplish something. If I remember well, I haven't seen these movies in a while, but I have good impressions of them. Maybe I like the actors, but um, I think it's different. There's a difference between motivating and bullying. And Terrence Fletcher was borderline abusive in that movie. Um, sorry for the length, but I feel like there's a lot to unpack from this movie. Um, thank you very much for listening. These were my thoughts on the last scene of Whiplash.